Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash True Off My Chest, where OP hospitalizes a minor by pushing him into oncoming traffic. Our next Reddit post is from Vegetable North. I'm a 26-year-old man, and I was coming home when I accidentally bumped shoulders with this boy who was probably like 16 to 17 years old. He was with his friends, and he decided to act all hard and show off in front of his friends by the side of the road. He starts pushing me and getting in my face. I tell him to back off or I'll move him myself, and, well, I guess he didn't like that because he pushed me again and attempted to swing at me. So I shoved him off. And I need to add that I'm very strong and I work out frequently. Well, I guess my push was a bit hard because he stumbled back into the road as a car was going down the road very quickly. And you can guess what happened next. I called 911 and the cops took me in for questioning. But since I live in student accommodation, there were cameras all around that proved that he started it. And I was using self-defense and I just underestimated my strength. This was a week ago, and I've been given a notice that I'm being sued for the boy's medical expenses because he's apparently in the hospital with a fractured tibia and a broken collarbone, as well as an extreme concussion and other scrapes and cuts. All total, it came out to $66,702. I have a lawyer, and he says that I should be mostly okay due to the camera showing the boy chose to escalate the situation. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I'm getting a gastric bypass in two weeks. I've had this planned for over a year when I got my insurance. It was a snap decision, but my weight has been an issue my whole life, and my doctor has been pushing me to get the surgery after multiple failed attempts at trying to lose the weight myself and multiple health issues being made worse by my weight. A year ago, I made the decision during my lunch break to get health insurance. And the payments I've been making to the health insurance company has kept me motivated because, oh my god, it's so much money! My husband was so angry when I called and told him that I signed up for the insurance. He told me that it was a waste of money and I didn't need to lose the weight, but after a short argument, he didn't bring it up again. Months went by and I forgot about it because I had a whole year to wait before I could do anything, but I was taking steps to better myself in other areas. I started dressing nicer. I went into a clothing store for the first time in a decade and spent $1,000 on a new wardrobe. I went to the hairdresser for the first time in six years. I went to the dentist. I'm looking at maybe getting braces. I started my bachelor's of data science. Like, when I say that I've completely taken this as a chance to become a new person, I'm not joking. 
I want to come out of this being proud of who I am, and not just the same me in a skinnier body. My husband isn't supportive at all of any of this. Every step of the way, he's told me that I'm doing the wrong thing, that I'm spending too much money, that the clothes I wear don't look good, that I'm not smart enough to go into data science. I just ignored it, because I thought maybe if I improved myself, it would motivate him to do the same. He doesn't even need to get a better job or anything like that, but maybe he could cook more or do stuff around the house, or take care of things that I can't because I'm so busy, but he won't. Like, we're 25 and 26 years old. We can do anything we want. Our life isn't over yet. We've only just started our lives, and he doesn't have to spend the rest of his life doing nothing. The closer we got to my surgery day, the more he would send me videos of bariatric surgery patients telling their stories going wrong to scare me out of doing it. He would tell me the statistics of me gaining the weight back and that I'll probably still be fat, so there's no point. After about a week of this, I snapped and an argument ensued. I called him lazy and said that he's living off of my money, so I don't know why he complains so much. He told me that he hopes that I don't wake up from the surgery and walked out. He won't answer my calls now, and I think in two weeks, I'm going to come out of surgery without a stomach or a husband. Then, OP posted an update. So today, we finally had a talk. I know that you were all hoping that I would just ghost him or something, but I didn't really want to do that. We met for lunch, and he told me that he was at his parents' house cooling his head. He said that he was sorry that he hadn't answered any of my calls or messages, but he had to sort out his thoughts. He told me that he felt really upset that I was making all these decisions without talking to him first, and that he was scared that I could make such big decisions, especially ones like major surgery, without even consulting him. I thought about it and told him that I understood that he was feeling left behind and I should have spoken to him more. But I also felt that because these decisions were about my body and my own growth, I guess I got carried away in the excitement. However, that was not an excuse at all for his comment and I was really hurt by it. Him constantly trying to dissuade me from improving was disgusting. He apologized and said that he felt that I wasn't hearing him, and he felt this was the only way for him to get me to understand. Although this may not be the outcome that all of you want to hear, we're going to get couples therapy. I said that, for now, I want to separate for two months while I recover from surgery. Then, we'll start couples therapy together to see if we can heal. I think that during these two months, I'm going to mull over my feelings for this man and see if I want to move forward. We'll see. OP, you know, I don't want to knock you for trying to fix your relationship because, you know, it's your choice. But if a guy says that he hopes you die, I, I think there's no coming back from that man. That is an unforgivable thing to say, in my opinion. So if you're really going for a new you, then have a new you without your old husband, in my opinion. Our next Reddit post is from Chicken Feet Lover. I punched an autistic kid after he groped me, and now everyone hates me. That grope was the last straw. I've known Troy since kindergarten, and he's always been babied. It was his autism that made him who he was. I don't know why, but he always had a crush on me. I rejected him gently multiple times, but he never took no for an answer. As we grew older, he got worse. He started commenting on my chest, asking to touch them, asking to see them. His friends kept trying to convince me to show him my breasts because nobody would be nice enough to give him a chance. And in 6th grade, he started groping me. I told teachers, but they said that because of his autism, he doesn't know any better. He only did this to me. 
he got jealous when I was in the presence of another guy. He would have meltdowns, and I would get in trouble because I knew how upset that he would get, but I didn't. It was as if my only purpose was to belong to him. I wasn't allowed to be my own person. The groping continued. I kept telling him to stop, but he didn't listen. I remember crying on the floor, and teacher just kept saying that his autism makes him like this, and that I'm being a good person by taking care of him. His groping hurt. I don't know how to explain it. He just grabbed my chest and butt hard, and it hurt. The groping continued for four years. I was always supposed to be his caretaker, his girlfriend, his best friend. His. I couldn't stand it anymore. I couldn't take it anymore. It was hot and I wore a skirt, and he put his hands up my skirt and groped my butt. I lost it and punched him in the nose. His nose got broken, and unfortunately, now I'm getting put in isolation for two months for bullying an autistic kid. He's not a kid, though. He's a 16-year-old. He's normal around his friends. He treats everyone else with respect. He's not a kid. Now everyone hates me. I've been receiving death threats, and people have been saying that he should have done worse. Now all I want to do is curl up and die. Maybe I should have been nicer. Maybe I should have been more sympathetic. Maybe I should have just accepted it. I could have been his only chance. For the record, I don't despise autistic people. He's not a representative of them. He's just an awful person. Troy is just a horrible person. Thanks for letting me vent. Yo, this is super messed up. I don't care who's doing the groping. The harsh reality of this post is that a 12-year-old was being groped for four years. A kid, a child, a 12-year-old girl was being groped and teachers just turned the other way, ignored it, people just allowed it to happen. That is disgusting. And then OP posted an update. I'd like to clear the air about my parents. Unfortunately, my parents come from a country where this stuff is normal. My entire family also had a go at them and expressed their disappointment. The best thing for now is for me to spend some time apart from my parents. So, to begin, I left the school. After my parents heard that I seriously got in trouble because of Troy again, they basically thought that it was time to pull me out. I'm due to start my new school in two weeks. I've also been trying to settle at my grandma's house because I just needed a fresh start with fresh people. To be honest, I've never felt so free. I've had to deal with that torment for years and years, so now I can enjoy the pleasure of walking home and not seeing him or bumping into him. So I feel great. My family basically decided to pay for a lawyer, and we're now hoping to have a lawsuit against basically everyone involved. My grandpa also lashed out at the school board for letting this happen. She called all the teachers a disgrace for endangering me and said that none of them deserved to even set foot in the school. After my parents filed the suit, my parents got letters and messages basically asking for the case to be dropped. My parents obviously said no, but it still didn't stop the harassment. I eventually got harassed too. All the people giving me death threats decided to go into graphic detail about what Troy wanted to do to me. Spoiler, it wasn't great. Troy's parents showed up on my doorstep demanding to see me and talk to me and about how Troy is ready to apologize. Thankfully, by then, my uncle had already taken me to my grandma's house. However, my parents obviously didn't let them in regardless and said that if they want to communicate, it has to be through a lawyer. The harassment didn't stop. 
Eventually, Troy sent me a message on a burner account detailing all the things that he would do to me if he got the opportunity, and that I should be grateful that I managed to walk away with just a groping. Troy kept spewing on about how I'm nothing more than slurs for a loose woman, and I should be grateful that someone so popular even looked at me. He kept saying that if I had just let him use me, then he wouldn't have groped me. However, I know that if I did, I would no longer be myself. I'd be his property forever. The thought of that makes me want to vomit. Anyway, I just saved the receipts and blocked him. I also asked my parents to help me change my number, and I've done that. My grandmother decided that wasn't good enough and got me a whole new phone. She claims it's compensation for my trauma. Thanks, Grandma. I'm also starting therapy the day after tomorrow, and I'm hoping to start family therapy in August, because truthfully, I don't know if I'm mad at my parents or if I should be mad. Like, is it my fault for not saying anything? Our next Reddit post is from Daytime Crack. I had a very rough childhood growing up. I didn't have a dad, and my mom was never really there because she had a rough battle with health issues and got hooked on narcotics. I had friends growing up, but I had my best friend since I was 12. Her name is Lily. We've been extremely close due to our childhood issues, and we've always been there for each other. We talked about being together, but we got cold feet because we were scared that if it didn't work, we couldn't recover from that. When I was 18, I didn't really want to go to college. School had never been for me, so I went into a trade. I work long hours, but it's been worth it. I make solid money right now for my position. I'll come back to this in a bit. When we were 19, Lily got pregnant from her boyfriend. This dude somehow managed to avoid child support payments and broke up with her, and hasn't seen the kid once in his life. He's a complete deadbeat. He disgusts me. Lily was scared, but I told her I would be there if she needed me. She didn't have parents who would help, but I told her I would help where I can when the kid shows up. Lo and behold, she gave birth to a beautiful little girl named Kelsey. I was there when she was born, and it was a weird moment. I don't know how to explain it, but I did feel happy for her. We're now 21, and ever since then, this little girl has me wrapped around her finger. I've done my round of the diapers, bottles, middle of the night screaming, etc. Every day I get home from work, and we just sit around and watch her little shows, and we spend time together, the three of us as well. When we walk, she grabs my pointer finger with her whole hand because her hand is so little. She stands up and kisses me on the cheek after I change her, and she loves her snuggles where she just lays on top of me with her head laying against my chest. Recently, she's begun speaking. She calls me daddy. I've been feeling really weird about it lately, feeling like it's not right, and that someday she needs to know the truth. I talked to Lily about it one night and got her opinion on it. She sat there with a slight grin, and then she came up behind me and hugged me. She said, you're the best dad she could ever ask for, and then said, we'll worry about talking to her when she's old enough to understand. As far as she's concerned, you're her daddy, and you are to me as well. I turned around and hugged her. We had a long talk about what's been going on lately with us, and we've been engaging in not-so-just-friends activities. And she said, I like this. I like our family. I just kind of froze for a second and asked her, is this what we want to do? And she followed up by saying, I think we've been doing this for a while now, and then laughed. We had a great moment and agreed to be a family. 
I told Lily that I had to run to the drugstore for some diapers for Kelsey. On the way there, I burst into tears. I cried for maybe a good 30 minutes. I don't even know how to describe what I was thinking and feeling, but I was happy. I just know there isn't a thing in this world that I wouldn't do for those two. It feels like I can relax and reflect on everything that's happened up to this point, but also, I don't. I basically have a family I'm looking out for. Like, no matter what happens, I have people who will depend on me. And something like that makes me want to be the best man that I can. In another year, I'll have my official license for my trade, giving me a substantial pay raise, and a new job that I've already lined up. I've already started looking at houses and rings. We've also talked about having our own kid once I get my license. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I wanted to share it with someone, but I don't really have those people in my life. That was our slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.